Welcome to the Happy Homeschooler Podcast, a digital support group for everyone interested in a learning lifestyle. I'm your host, Holly. Melody isn't able to join us today, but she'll be back next time when we discuss handwriting and typing. In today's episode, however, we're going to be revisiting the topic of pandemic homeschooling, which we covered last year, but we've got more information for you because the pandemic isn't over, so this will be an update. So there's some differences from last year to this year. One of the things I noticed was last year, kids who did the virtual public school They learned to really like being at home and parents didn't have so much of a worry about how things were going to go on for their kids during the school day. And of course, this year, um, most school districts don't have a virtual public option. So that's made parents think more about homeschooling their kids for another year. So if you're a regular listener, um, some of this episode probably doesn't really apply to you, but you might know someone who's been wondering if they should take their kids out of school. Or you might have gotten here because you're wondering what to do about your kids in public school this year. My Facebook homeschooling groups seem to be full of parents on a daily basis who have joined it and are considering pulling their kids out of public school. There's a lot of anxiety parents are feeling and they, um, even though school has started here in Texas where I'm from, people are pulling their kids out um, on almost a daily basis. I think a lot of the, the reasons parents are wanting to pull the kids out, even though school's already started, is that there's a lot of stress um, about this school year and how things are going to go for their kids and how the year's going to proceed. Some positives about being in the second year of a pandemic is that we know more about how to deal with COVID, um, how to keep ourselves and our families healthy, you know, how to find ways to do life in the middle of a pandemic. So we've learned more, and I think part of that plays into why people are wanting to get their kids out of public school. So if you're one of the people who's considering pulling your kid out of school and homeschooling them, you might wonder, like, how do you do that? And every um, state has homeschool laws that govern um, how you're going to be able to homeschool your kid, and then your school district will have a procedure for withdrawing your child. Now, um, taking kids out, whether they're in elementary school, middle school, junior high or high school, should all follow the same procedure. You have to formally withdraw them from school. Um, But the step after that, it might be different based on your locality. So I would recommend that you go to hslda.org. HSLDA is the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, and they've spent a long time defending the rights uh, to homeschool for people in the United States and they have a very good, you know, resource state by state tells you what you'll be expected to do if you homeschool your children. For example, I'm in Texas. So all we have to do if our child has been in public school is to write a letter saying we're withdrawing the child and we're not under any certain regulations for hours uh, per day or number of days per year that we have to homeschool. But some states do have regulations and some states do um, actually have you um, file an intent to homeschool. So you want to be sure, no matter what the age of your child, you follow those guidelines for getting your child out of school. Um, So you get them out of school and then, you know, what's next? So um, you've got your kid out of school, you followed all the rules that you have to follow to get them out. um, And of course, now you have to start teaching them. If you're only taking your child out for a short term, maybe one semester, maybe just this school year, that might drive uh, your decisions on curriculum. 
Um, so I would say if you're really going to do this for a short term, look at online resources that are low or no cost, like Khan Academy or Crash Course. And that's on YouTube. And we have had uh, quite a few episodes that talk about low cost, no cost homeschooling. And if you're going to pull them out and you think, you know what, this is something I'm going to do um, for the foreseeable future. This is our new path. Then what I would encourage you to do is to look into curriculum. Um, you know, a really good set of curriculum for your math, your science, whatever. And there's so many different choices. It's really hard to evaluate when you're just getting started. Um, so I would ask for recommendations from friends who homeschool already. And I would go to Kathy Duffy Reviews and I would read up on those curriculum. Kathy Duffy has been involved in homeschooling for a long, long time, as far back as I can remember. And I started homeschooling in 1993. And she has reviewed extensively just about every curriculum you could think of. Uh, so if you're looking for a math curriculum, if you're looking for a literature curriculum, penmanship, whatever it is you're looking for, put that in her search engine and it'll give you back all these um, reviews on the different curriculum suppliers and, and curricula that's available. So as I said, pulling a student out of public school is relatively easy, regardless of their age or grade level. And for most students, putting them back in next year or next semester will be fairly straightforward as well. But for high schoolers, there's a few considerations that every parent should take into account. So we're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor. And when we get back, we'll discuss what the parents of high schoolers need to know this school year. The Happy Homeschooler podcast wouldn't be possible without Transcript Maker. Transcript Maker is an online service that allows you to create professional high school transcripts from the comfort of your own home. Now, if your student has been in public high school up until now, good news. It's easy to incorporate the credits they've earned so far into the transcript you make with Transcript Maker. Just plug them in like you would with any new credits they earn. Transcript Maker even calculates the GPA for you. The good news doesn't stop there. Transcript Maker offers a 14-day free trial so you can give it a test drive and see how you like it. And listeners of our podcast can save 20% on their subscription by entering our exclusive coupon code HAPPY. That's H-A-P-P-Y in all caps. A great transcript is only a few clicks away with Transcript Maker. Simply better transcripts. So if you're about to pull your high schooler out of public school, or maybe you just have, and you're thinking you might send them back to school next semester, I'm here to advise you to reconsider. And the reason why is that public schools aren't real friendly to taking homeschool credits. So when you try to put your kid into public school after they've homeschooled for a while, what usually happens is the public school just doesn't accept the credits and they either make your kid take those classes over or they might give them credit uh, by examination. So if they, they'll have to sit down and take a test, say algebra one, right? And they'll have to pass it in order to earn credit or they'll have to do some kind of an online option, self-paced study to get the credits. And that's really discouraging. Um, I actually had my oldest student uh, went back to public school for a while and then homeschooled and went back to public school. And that was very discouraging. So my advice is, if you think that you're going to start homeschooling now and you have a high school student, just plan to stick with it. There are a lot of really good reasons why you want to do that. 
One of the things is that homeschooling will open up valuable time for your kid. It doesn't take eight hours a day to do high school courses when you're at home. Especially, you know, self-paced, some kids are really efficient with their time. And so that expanding free time can be used for them to get a job, to delve more into some extracurriculars. Um, if they're really into a certain sport or a certain activity, they can really delve into it and their studies don't have to suffer. They can spend more time with their friends. You won't be also limited to a public school schedule. So if your family um, have a type of an option where you can work from anywhere, well, then your kid can do school from anywhere and you all can travel and, you know, take advantage of the opportunities. So my husband and I both are able to work anywhere we have an internet connection. And one year we decided to up and go to Denver for a month and stay with our middle daughter. Just packed up my kids' school books and we, on our way, we stopped in Arizona, went to the Grand Canyon. We explored all kinds of stuff. And, you know, that's a really valuable education that you can't get from reading. You can't understand the Grand Canyon from reading it. So it opens up so many opportunities. And then when you try to put your kid back into public school and you have to close the door on those opportunities, that's really tough. Another great thing about high school is that your kid should be able to take dual enrollment courses once they've completed a certain amount of their high school work. And not only will they be earning their high school credits, but they'll also be earning college credit. And many homeschoolers who take this option have kids that graduate from high school with an associate degree or enough credits to start in their sophomore or junior year of college. And I don't know about you, but as a parent, that's really appealing to me. Other options for high school students are to take AP courses online. And when they take the AP exam, if they have a high enough score, they'll earn college credit as well. And many high schoolers can graduate early. And that's really a helpful thing for your kids, especially if they're those self-starter independent types. Um, you're going to help them to build more autonomy, They'll build more independence and they'll gain confidence in ways that they wouldn't be able to if they were in school for eight hours a day. One of the things I noticed in my children um, who were homeschooled is that they had uh, more autonomy because I didn't, you know, tell them um, every little bit of like go here and go there and do this from this time to that time. They had to learn to use their time wisely and to become more independent and they became more confident. They were in situations where they had to take initiative sometimes, or they had um, expressed an interest in doing something. Uh, my youngest daughter wanted to do dual enrollment, and we only had one car, and I couldn't always go to pick her up, so I made her learn how to use the bus, and she wasn't too thrilled about it. But now she uses public transportation all the time as an adult, and she's very savvy about getting around and using public transportation. My middle son, um, he began to be interested in Kung Fu when he was 18, and he had to learn to do all kinds of things he had never done and to push himself and to really speak up and to, it, it gave him a lot of confidence. We didn't have the money to pay for a lot of the lessons. So he asked the teacher if he could assist at the school and he actually started paying for his own lessons and became um, an instructor while he was there, while he was working to earn his black belt. But he wouldn't have had time to do that if he had been in a public school situation where he had to be at school for many, many hours a day. 
So homeschooling gives your kids so many opportunities that they might not be able to otherwise experience if they have to go to public school. Here at the end of our podcast, we like to answer a big question that we're seeing on our homeschooling groups. And the biggest question I've been seeing is what options are there for a full-time working parent who's now going to be homeschooling? We actually have an episode called Can I Work in Homeschool, um, which I'll refer you to, and it'll be in the show notes. But some options have come up um, since that time that we created that episode. Um, one is that Khan Academy has expanded their offerings. And so you can actually um, have your child doing some work on Khan Academy, I think from kindergarten all the way through high school. And they have prep for um, the SAT. Uh, one of the new options is called OutSchool, which is a virtual classroom with a real-time instructor. And the course offerings are so varied and the prices are really affordable. I just saw one, it was a Disney princesses course, and I'm not really sure what that was all about, but my friend's little five-year-old daughter was very excited to take her first online class. So there are some things that you can do with your kids to have them engaged in some really good learning um, and keeping them busy and not just on screens without any productivity. So obviously, the younger the student, the more supervision they need. Um, And there are things like enrichment academies that you can Um, actually send your kids to. But bear in mind that um, your oldest students are most likely going to be able to be doing much of their work independently. And you'll just need to check in to see if they're on track or if they have any questions. But you won't have to supervise high school students nearly as much as you would for younger kids. So you can do this even if you're a full-time working parent. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at happyhomeschoolpod at gmail.com. And you can find the Happy Homeschooler podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to the Happy Homeschooler podcast on YouTube. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Holly. Happy homeschooling! Hi, this is your host, Holly Williams-Zerbach. Thank you for listening to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a Transcript Maker production. My co-host is Melody Gillum. This episode was produced by Matthew Bass and edited by Nora Williams. Our graphic design is by Pete Soloway, and our music is by the great Pangolin. You can find her music on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y Wins. If you'd like to help our podcast grow, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or as always, tell people about us. If you have any questions or comments, please ail... No, I wasn't ready. <laughs> If you have any questions or comments, please, why can't I say email?